What a great way to wake up. With a cup of logic, reason, and common sense. Welcome to the Independence Morning View. Let's get to it. Good morning to you wherever you are in the world. I'm Johnny Anderson. I'm joined this morning by Bruce Adams. Good morning, Bruce. How are you this morning? Uh, uh, you know, healthy, alive. Um, uh-huh. You ready for this afternoon? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I am. Actually, um, it's going to be, um, shall we say, fun. You know, I've got a lot of words in mind when it comes to what we're going to discuss this afternoon, but fun is not one of the words I would choose to describe it. I would oh, describe it as... Yeah, you, you no. don't want to... Yeah, okay. You, you don't want no. a complete revamp of our entire system? No, no, no I, I can't okay. say that I do. No, this complete load of bull that we're going to be discussing today. We're going to mm-hmm. talk today about something, and we've been looking forward to this all week. We've been talking about it here the last couple of days. We're going to talk about the agenda of societal change. And when I say societal change, I literally mean that. I mean that with all sincerity. They are going to fundamentally reshape our entire civilization, and it's not being talked about. A couple of people are discussing it out there, but not not very many. And it's shocking. It's shocking to see how many people are involved in this. Not just involved, but how many people, as you said, how many people aren't talking about this? They're not. This is literally modern slavery and nobody's talking about it. It's fascinating to be. Well, I I, I can't say that I'm shocked. I mean, look at the media, right? The the media, I mean, they're just a bunch of sellout, you know, lay down for whoever. and, And that's what they do. So it doesn't surprise me. Orange being bad. Orange being bad. That's all. That's like that's the only thing they they understand at this point. Yeah. This right here, this agenda that we're going to talk about today, this should be the discussion being had at every dinner table across the country. Excuse me. Let me restate that. This should be the discussion that's taking place at every dinner table across the Western world. I'll go further with it. Yes. These are the kind of conversations that need to be happening in the halls of our respective governments. Mm. But here's the most horrifying. Yeah. Here's the most horrifying thing, and I think you were about to say what I'm about to say, and that mm-hmm. is they are happening in the halls of governments, but we, yeah. the people, are not being brought in on those discussions. Yeah, exactly. So be sure and check us out later on today. The agenda of societal change. That's probably going to be, and I know I, I know I say this sometimes when we do the um, when we do these kind of deep dive specials. I, I know that I say this, but this this is probably one of the biggest things we've talked about because. Yeah, we've talked about little things on the surface here and there, but this one, this is going to reshape our lives and we're going to tell you who's going to do it and when it's going to happen. So check us out later on today. Anyway, so you watching the attorney general bar thing? Are, are you watching any of that stuff? Him, him being grilled by the, uh, the the clowns up there on the uh, on the hill? Have you seen any of this? Uh, yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't really call it grilling. I would call it more of uh, being rude and disrespectful to um, someone they're trying to question. They ask him a question and interrupt him every time. And uh, basically, I'm going to take my I'm going to take back my time or whatever they say. It's it's so stupid. He can't even answer. The guy can't even answer no. a question. No, it's it's all they wanted is just their little sound bites that get played on CNN. I mean, he goes to try to answer the question and then they respond with, see, you can't even answer the question. And it's like, I'm I'm responding to your question. I'm trying to 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 answer your question, but you're interrupting me. And uh, I'm I, the dude. I, I don't know how he kept his cool. 
I, I would have been telling him off and probably would have walked out. Uh, I would have too. Were me. Yeah, slap me with contempt. I don't give a damn. You know, you. I hold this whole damn committee in contempt, right? That's what I yep. would have said as I'm walking out the door mm. with the rest mm. of justice that was sitting behind him. So, the, come on. This is a Soviet show trial, if there ever was one. Yep. It's insane. Yep. I, I was watching parts of it. Uh, what was it yesterday? Or, and I saw some clips of it this morning, some highlights. And it was just it was BS, man. I mean, they were talking about, oh, are you sending uh, federal troops into uh, into Portland and, and Seattle because of Trump's reelection campaign? And he says, no, we're sending troops in there to or we're sending federal agents in there to make sure that the courthouse doesn't get burned down. And they said, well, uh, yeah, what, what, this has nothing to do with Trump's reelection campaign. Yes or no? Well, and he made this. He made the point. He says, "Well, if protesters show up and burn the courthouse down, or even the Capitol building that we're sitting in at this very moment, is that okay?" Not one of them had anything to say. Not mm-hmm. one of them. The thing is, is no matter how you slice it, it is about the campaign. Like there is an element uh, in there. If Trump does nothing for the uh, to to combat the rioters, it's going to look poorly during the election. That'll give Biden ammunition. So in a sense, yes, there is an element of that because we expect the president to perform well. If he does not perform well, it affects his campaign. So yeah, in a sense, it is combined together, but it's to try to pigeonhole him into that. Well, it's about the campaign, isn't it? Well, yeah, we expect the president to function properly. (laughs) It's ridiculous, man. It's shameful. You know, I watch that stuff. And honestly, I kid you not, I'm not saying this for effect, but as an American looking at that, I'm ashamed. I'm really ashamed. That kind of nonsense. I get bringing somebody in for questioning or something. I get pulling them up before a committee or whatever. I understand if you're looking for accountability or something, but not this. Yeah, not not this. It's shameful. Um, it, it, it is. It's shameful. Let's um, let, let's go over to Ohio, my home state of Ohio. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, was, I kid you not. This is out of. Um, this is out of Fox News in Cleveland, right? Their Fox 8 News channel up there. I'm not joking. Ohio's bars and restaurants. The new state order handed down by the uh, the wonderful you know Governor Mike DeWine over there, who said a mask is a symbol of freedom. You know that guy. Mm-hmm. He says that the uh, he says that 10 p.m. the sale of excuse me the new order would prevent the sale of liquor after 10 p.m. And it must be consumed. This is the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. It must be consumed by 11 p.m. So if you're at a bar or something, you have to consume it by 11 p.m. What if you consume it and you, you're you over by a minute? You get charged after that? Right. You get a fine. Governor DeWine said the Liquor Control Commission will hold an emergency meeting. See, it's an emergency. It's an emergency. They have to stop liquor consumption by 11 p.m. You have to convene an emergency meeting for that. Tomorrow at 9 a.m. If the emergency statewide administrative rule is approved, he will sign an executive order that would make it effective Friday night. <laughs> Do him and Cuomo go bowling or something? Is this right? Like, it's, it's what it is. He's defining what food you should or shouldn't have. And like Cuomo is. And then DeWine is defining at what time you can finish your beverage. Um, uh, you know what I see right off the bat? Um, a lot of people dying from alcohol poisoning. That's COVID. Because they're trying to. It's COVID poisoning. Yeah, my bad. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, everything's going to be labeled as COVID. Everything. I mean, we know they're already changing it, but it's if they're to fit the narrative we're going to talk about today, uh, later today, um, they have to change everything to COVID. They do. And there's a reason for that. Uh, Speaking Mm -hmm. of. Speaking of somebody that died from COVID, Herman Cain died, didn't he? He did, yes. Complications from COVID. 74. 
that that's the the age range that we knew uh, w- was at a higher risk, right? So yeah, I mean, condolences to the family. They did say that this came right after two weeks or less after the Tulsa rally, so they're blaming it on the Tulsa rally. Oh, it's um, Trump's fault. It's Trump's fault. Yes. Yeah. It's all Trump's fault. Um, I mean, the thing is, is he could have gotten it anywhere from between then and and. Uh, the the time he was hospitalized, but you know whatever. It's too bad about Herman Cain. You know I've listened to Herman Cain yes. over the years, and you know I like some of the stuff that he's had to say. I didn't really care too much for his uh, his nine 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 plan that he had back in the day, but um, you know I and I also know that he came up through the ranks of the Fed. He's a former Fed chairman too, like at, at a branch, not uh, nationally. But I mean I've made my stance on the on the Fed clear, but. Nonetheless, the guy still had a fairly, you know, a fairly well-rounded sense when it came to uh, looking at things from a conservative side on certain aspects. So I can't fault the guy for that, and that's uh, that's too bad because he's uh, he's going to be missed. He's a, he was a nice voice on uh, on that side of the aisle. That's just a shame. Uh, but another famous face that's been diagnosed with COVID nineteen that we've noticed is Glenn Beck diagnosed with COVID-19. Now, how's that possible? How did he get diagnosed? Because my understanding, you know, I, f- I follow a lot of those conservative radio hosts and mm-hmm. I find it funny that he's had that. And I, I guess he's been isolated up at his own ranch for for months. So how's it, yeah. po- how's it possible that he's got it? I have no idea. So uh, speculation is their kids might have gotten it and brought it in somehow or something or another. I don't I don't really know. The, the dude has been quarantined at his ranch for four months now or something like that. So I, I don't. Yeah, the, the, the last human contact he had was uh, what was it for July or something? The fourth the of July thing. Or I think well, he had some big party. Yeah, I was reading he did some big party or something up there. Uh, yeah. And he had he yeah. had a bunch of people up there. But still, uh, a month, a month. Yeah, that's that's a month. That that that's not that's too they're long of a people, period. Yeah, they're telling people to self isolate for fourteen days. Like if you go into another yeah. country, it's a fourteen day quarantine. Well, apparently, if he's been isolated for over a month, then clearly fourteen days is not enough time, right? Right. Well, I mean, if that's where it started and originated, but, uh, you know, I mean, uh, my understanding is he's on the, um, the typical regiment of, of medications, which they're the media touts as being ineffective, but he has hydroxychloroquine, um, and zinc. And then, Oh um, no, no, he's not taking that poison. No. Yeah. No. He's taking, he's taking that poison. He's also on, uh, baby aspirins because I believe uh, one of the side effects of COVID-19 is it, it's possible to uh, cause blood clots in the lungs. And then another one that he's taking was something like an, a, a powder form, a steroid or something that, that goes straight to the lungs, um, so, okay. something like that. And they've they seen in Texas, they've uh, seen great um, promise with that. So, I mean, he, he's, he's a big voice in the conservative media. I hope he gets well. Uh, you know, overcomes it. He is kind of in a, a risky situation, I believe. But as I understand it, he's not showing any symptoms. So he could be asymptoma- asymptomatic. Most people are like a majority, yep. like a goodly percentage of people are asymptomatic. But it also depends on the testing. And then on top of that, well, we'll talk about it later today because there's a there's a nice there's a nice facade that we're going to pull back today. Uh, but anyway, you remember the Missouri couple that were out there protecting their uh, their house? The, you know, the McCloskeys that weren't out there in St. Louis. Guy had his AR. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah. The two lawyers, yes. Yeah. The attorney general of the state of Missouri is dropping the charge. Ah, good. Uh, the uh-huh. uh, Soros guy is um, met his match, apparently. Uh-huh. The, uh, yeah. the state attorney general stepped in. Mark and Patricia's Klosky's response to a mob of protesters tearing down their gate to their private drive and trespassing across their yard went viral. Yes, it did. They were eating dinner on their patio when several hundred BLM protesters tore down their gate to gain access to a private community that was clearly marked as private, no trespassing, with signs. Are, are, we, are we really going to expect the requirement of understanding English? I mean, that's not fair. We can't expect them to be able to read and, and understand that, can we? Is that is that fair to the minority groups? I'm inequality being It's inequality. You have to be more inclusive because yeah. the sign is clearly systemically racist. Clearly. I mean, they're right. everywhere. Well, it's it's only in English, right? Yeah. So well, clearly you it's need racist. To have it in, you need to have it in every language for people to understand right, it. Right, right. So you have to be inclusive that way. The McCloskeys claim that the protesters began making threats toward them. They claim that. Oh, they claim that. It wasn't like we heard it ourselves. (laughs) It wasn't like we heard it ourselves or anything. Uh, He went, yeah, he went into the home, retrieved a pistol and what appeared to be an AR-15, which by the way, the, uh, the pistol, that was a, uh, it was a prop gun. Wasn't real. Uh, Let me see. Republican attorney general, Eric Schmidt, uh, is intervening in the state circuit attorney Kim Gardner's legal action against Mark and Patricia McCloskey for brandishing a rifle. McCloskey's took up arms when extreme anarchist demonstrators gathered outside their home on June 28th. The weapon was confiscated after St. Louis Metropolitan Police searched the property, unjustified, I might add, uh, violating their Fourth Amendment, violating their Second Amendment. The gun was legal, was registered. There's no crime there. They uh, likely won't receive that gun back, by the way. Yeah, probably not. As Missouri's chief law enforcement officer, I simply will not stand by while Missouri laws are being ignored. This is why I am entering the case in terms of seeking the dismissal of the case to protect the rights of Missourians to defend themselves in their property under Missouri's Castle Doctrine. Yep, Castle Doctrine applies. The right to keep and bear arms is given the highest level of protection in the state or excuse me, in the Missouri Constitution and their laws, which I am charged for protecting. This includes the Missouri Castle Doctrine, which provides broad rights for Missourians to protect and defend their personal safety and property against those who wish to do them harm. The shameless circuit attorney, who was a Soros person, by the way, the shameless circuit attorney filed suit against a St. Louis couple, according to published reports, say they were doing just that, defending the safety of their property. A political persecution, which is exactly what it was, such as this one, would have a chilling effect on Missourians exercising their right to self-defense. The law of Missouri is clear and must be protected. Enough is enough. It's about damn time somebody step in and say something like that. Where's every other state attorney general across the country to do the same thing? Didn't the president say he was going to step in if this didn't... uh, He could have. If this didn't resolve properly. Uh, he could have. All right. So let's talk about the NFL. Hmm. Now, we've known that NFL's taken their little um, their little SJW stance. Right. They're going to have right. I think they're going to have BLM in the in the uh, the end zones. Right. For the for the goal. Yeah. Is that what they're going to do? Mm-hmm. Yep. NFL players can be fined for church attendance under the league's COVID-19 policy. Hmm. NFL players. Now, see, this is about public health, right? You see, this is about this is about public health. Mm-hmm. See, it's just it's about protecting people. NFL players oh, could be oh. fined, docked game checks, and lose contract guarantees for attending indoor church services that are too crowded. Hmm. That doesn't seem like a violation. 
no, 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 it's not a violation of your First Amendment. No, what's wrong with you? Mm-hmm. This is about keeping people safe, especially right, everyone else, right. right? Not just you, it's about everyone mm-hmm. else. Per multiple mm-hmm. sources, mm-hmm. the deal specifically prohibits players from engaging in certain behaviors this season. Players cannot mm-hmm. attend indoor nightclubs, which you heard about the basketball player, yeah? Went to the... Um, yeah. Went to the gentleman's club, let's say. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Players cannot attend indoor nightclubs, indoor bars, except to pick up food, indoor house parties with more than 15 people. So if you have 14, it's okay. But you can, excuse me. If you have 15, it's okay. If you have 16, then it's a problem. Indoor concerts, professional sporting events. What, so they can't play? I'm, I'm right. confused. <laughs> I'm confused. They can't That's play? That's true. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Or indoor church services that allow attendance above 25% of capacity. So I guess the state of Nevada is out. Players can be fined for violating these rules. Moreover, if they test positive after engaging in prohibited activities, they will not be paid for the games that they miss. Also, future guarantees in their contracts would be voided. I guess you're going to lose that Nike deal, huh? You know, uh, well, obviously I'm not an athlete and that's not my life's work. However, as a principled person, as a principled individual, if you tell me I can't go to church and that's how I'm going to, you know, for me to retain my job, I can't go to church. I can't exercise my constitutional rights. Number one, you're going to get a lawsuit. And number two, I'm going to, well, um, uh, I was going to say flip you the bird and walk away, but I I would, I would leave my position and, and I'm done. You know, I'm out. You know, when we talked about the MLB doing their COVID protocols, Mm -hmm. what was it that I said? If I was a player, I would do exactly what you just said. We were talking about that with the baseball thing. I would take whatever money I could, take whatever deal I could, and I would walk. Seriously, I would walk. And, you know, somebody made an interest. a listener made an interesting point to me about that podcast we did about uh, Major League Baseball's protocols and other sports for that matter. You know, the NBA's got their own protocols. The NFL's got their own protocols, which I'm sure they're not all that different. But the detail among the procedures and the protocols for Major League Baseball. Do you know what someone told me? And this is a person who works in healthcare in the United States. You know what they told me? They get more protection than we do. Speaking of healthcare workers, what does that say? What what does that tell you? We're not essential. Oh, yes. Healthcare workers are not essential during a pandemic. Yes, you're absolutely right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's it's, uh, it's, well, obviously, we're going to kind of talk about this later, but they're also not the major wealth earners, unless you're, you know, obviously a doctor or something and you, you, you have a practice, then you'll be a, a bigger earner. So you'll, you'll have larger taxes. But uh, as far as like nurses and whatnot, yeah, they're probably not going to have as a big of a tax as say a doctor. Well, so see, Bruce, yeah, what you've got to do. Or a ball player. Right. See, what, what you've got to do in those certain set of circumstances or in a set of circumstances like what you just, what you just mentioned. See, you have to share mm. the burden, right? You have to, right, you have to share right. the burden. Mm. And, and then you have to, I'm just flipping through some of this stuff because this is going to be too good today. Not only do you have to share the burden, you also have to um, look at wealth taxes, right? Wealth tax. See, it, wealth taxes, that's a big fix all for all this, right, is wealth taxes. And, and you yes, have to address yes, the inequality that's been accelerating in recent years. And you have to look at and f- you have to focus on, on measures that will enhance social mobility, that's what you have to do. Now, you're prob- if you're the listener, you're probably thinking, what in the world are these two idiots talking about? <laughs> Later on today, we're going to explain all that stuff. I mean, because that sounds like it's you know way out there in the middle of left field somewhere. And it is. So we're going to get into all that later on today. It, it'll be fun. It, it is going to be fun. Yeah, it is going to be fun. Uh, yeah. We're going to have Marty with us as well. And I tell you what, that guy, that guy, man, he is upset. He is upset. I could hear it. I could hear it in his voice when I was talking to him today that he is he is really upset. So you, you talk about someone that's mad. I think this one might have put him over the top. 
because he's he's been all that time about, oh, you know what? I just don't want to believe it. I just don't want to believe it. And then I finally throw this one at him and he's like, okay, yeah, we're going to talk about this because this right here, this is this is BS. So yeah, we're going to uh, we're going to get into it later on today. But anyway, uh, we're going to have to jump out of here. So thank you for sitting down this morning, Bruce. Thank you to all the listeners for all these topics and more. Please check us out later on today. And today you don't want to miss it. It's the agenda of societal change. So check us out later on this afternoon. And I hope everyone has a great morning.